Welcome to the Connecting Podcast. It is I, Andre, the funny actor man. The this this is always how I introduce myself. And with me today, as always, my co-host. C'est moi. Who is you? Honestly, and, a nobody. But you know. <laughs> No, don't say that. You're not a nobody for me. I was just checking the Apple Podcast right now. We don't have any reviews. Give us reviews on Apple Podcasts. This is ridiculous. What did I say last episode? La- I, I bet I threatened their life because that seems like something that I would do. You told them five stars and you screamed it over five the mic. Stars. Five right. stars. Five stars. We need five stars. You're going to say this at the beginning of the podcast. We need five stars. If you rate five stars, we will most likely... well. We will most definitely read out your review because it will probably be the only one. Uh, so if you want attention, uh, just give us five stars on the podcast. How is it going? I. Uh, how, how, how are you doing, Stefan? Have you done? I'm doing pretty good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What have you done today? You told well. You told me, but do you? We were talking before the before the podcast started. I did a math test today. Yeah. Well, half of a math test. Half the math. No, the next half is tomorrow. Damn. I don't have Damn. tests. Lucky. <laughs> yeah, I have marketing. I don't you don't have tests for marketing. Anyway, um yeah, should we just like just jump straight into it, man? Absolutely. We're gonna repeat our topics as always, because is there any interesting video game news other than cyberpunk 2077 which we're gonna get into soon uh but i also have some stuff to talk about miles morales because i finally finished it and while i'm recording this the the, uh, adobe premiere is showing me that it's uh hold on i gotta sneeze Uh, uh, oh my god it's not coming i did not sneeze i felt it tickling my little uvula okay um (laughs) that's not what that means no, I, I no. It's touching the little dangling thing that's swinging in the back of my throat. Um, ha <laughs> ha! Funny reference. Cardi <laughs> B. All right. Um. So yeah, I have some stuff to talk about Miles Morales because my I, I have done stuff for it. I finished stuff. Okay, let's get to the epic topic. Uh, my Google Chrome is lagging. Oh, there you go. Uh. Do you want to start it off with the with the segment with the with the with the with the W H W B G U T R segment? And for the people that don't know what that segment is, just it's the what have we been getting up to recently segment. Because we can't think of a better name, so we just wrote exactly what it is. <laughs> um, what have you That's been getting? What have you been getting up to recently, Stefan? Uh, let me be clear. Um, let me be clear. Um, uh, I started playing Red Dead, even though I said okay. last podcast that they ruined it. Uh, um, it's still fun. Anyway, like I said, I'm gonna be let me be clear. All right, so <laughs> let's skip because I'm not repeating myself again. Uh, I'm Any- playing a lot of Rainbow Six Siege. Mm. Because I quit for for a month and a half ish. Actually, we had it as one of our separate topics, but you might as well just put it as like just talk about it now, and now? just give us a little bit of insight. Yeah. 
Uh, you already brought up Rainbow Six Siege. This is fairly old, but December 1st, last Tuesday, the new Rainbow Six season came out. And they added the newest opera or character, if you will. Um, her name is Aruni, and she can punch holes in walls with her bionic arm. What? So, <laughs> yep. So is she just like, I remember there's like some israeli guy who just like or oh, some, some jordanian some jordanian guy that's jordanian like, man yes the guy that just busts through walls so you're telling me now rainbow has turned into cyberpunk you just have like a robotic arm and you just destroy Pretty walls yeah wow everything's turning well, futuristic just now. that one character yeah it, is there anything else like what what are some abilities other than her arm can she just like one shot she people got the arm she got she is the first DMR on defense because you can play as attackers or defenders and each side has its own unique characters. I don't play Rainbow. What's DMR? DMR is like a semi-auto rifle. So you can't hold you can't hold down the fire button. You have to tap it for every shot, but it does a lot more damage. So it's a semi-auto then? Yes, it's a semi-auto. Okay. Um, oh, the first yeah, semi-auto okay. available on defense i see um she also has something that you can put above like doorways or holes or windows um called a surya gate is it like uh, a bucket with water no that would be a lot better though <laughs> some a bucket of water <laughs> fall on your head when you're trying to like tactically sneak into a house we have to rescue a hostage oh what's this you've been pranked all right, sorry, continue. That was not funny. Yes. <laughs> so it's basically lasers. Um, yeah, she can put lasers on windows. Uh, if anybody tries to hop through said window, they take a substantial amount of damage. Um, the, the laser, the thing that spawns the lasers that you shoot at the top of the window um, is indestructible. So you can't break it, but you can disable it by throwing something through it, like a flashbang or a smoke grenade. If you throw it through it, it will temporarily disable, and you can walk through it for like 20 seconds. So like in Call of Duty, when you can throw a flashbang in front of a claymore and it disables it, it's it's like the same thing pretty much. Yeah. Claymore uses lasers, throw the flashbang, it disables. Well, not really. It just disables the game. It doesn't block the lasers. No. But yeah, yeah, sure, I know. You can make that comparison. Yeah, the same. Yeah. I, I, I don't think I was saying like blocking yeah, yeah. it fully. Yeah. Uh, anyway. And usually yeah. there's two characters that get added, right? Or is this only one? Yes, but last season, Zero Dawn, as it was called, when they added Sam Fisher. Oh, really? Yes, which is a very popular figure from other Ubisoft games. Uh, Splinter Cell, for those Splinter that don't Cell, know. Splinter Cell, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, so they added him into the game. And that was the first season in which they added only one new character. Every season before that, they've always added two, one attacker and one defender. But last season, they added one attacker, and this season, it's one defender. Mm. So are they going to add, like, are they going to continue with this process for every season? Yeah, most likely it's because Ubisoft... Um, running out or, of ideas. Or the, the R6 <laughs> dev team. No, no, no. They want to preserve or they want to make R6 or Rainbow Six 
um like they want to keep updating it for a minimum of 10 years yeah, which means I get up that. till 2025. Ubisoft, Ubisoft, if you're listening to this, I didn't mean that joke. I really want a job from you guys. If you give me one, please. I, I was just trying to make a funny joke. Uh, yeah, it's yeah. like it's like Overwatch. Like they don't want to release like two or three characters every everything at once. Yeah, you want to yeah. stretch the content. You you want to you want to give them a little tease every single time. You want to be like, whoop, here's a little exactly. idea, and then you make them go awuga, and then try, try and find out what the what the next hero, whatever whatever character is next. Yeah. Um, is that it for you? Um, yeah. All right, I guess it's up for me now, and I'm going to talk for like 20 minutes. Um, um, I played a little bit more of Just Cause 4, just because I, I feel like I was a little bit too harsh on it last time. Um, and I feel like if you play... Uh, last episode, I said that Just Cause 4 wasn't really good, or just didn't feel the same as... Didn't vibe. Didn't vibe the same as Just Cause 3. Um... But after playing it a little bit more, it's kind of the same, but it isn't. So it's not as bad as I thought it was, but it's still not as up to par. Like, for example, Just Cause 3 had this, like, mechanic uh, that I really, really liked, this, like, gameplay feature, where to overtake bases, you would have to, like, you would have, like, these little symbols on your left where it tells you you need to destroy, like, ooh, this uh, sphere, um that like contains gas or whatever like you just had like different things to destroy in that base and once you 100 percent destroyed everything in that base you could capture it i yeah i maybe i haven't played long enough but just cause 4 doesn't have that feature so it doesn't have the same fun factor i'd say um because it's just missions after mission after mission after mission and then there's not really I think with Just Cause 4 as well, I don't, I don't really like the scenery. Just Cause 3 had like that Italian beachside with mountains view that I yeah. really, really liked. Just Cause 4 is kind of like everything. It's like, it's a jungle and then in some areas it's a forest and then it turns into snowy mountains. Uh, and then it's like, it's a bunch of different biomes in one map and it doesn't really fit as well. I, I don't even know where the story takes place. And also, I noticed that the voice actor for Rico is different, which kind of put me off because I was like, I don't remember Rico having this like very strong Mexican accent, like this strong like, "Hello, what are you Fake doing here?" Mexican accent. Yeah, just or Latino, whatever, just like Spanish-speaking accent, but like Latinas, yeah. um, because like. Just Cause 3 just had... I, I don't like remember what Rico's voice was like, but it was definitely not, Hello, senorita, how are you? You know? Like, it wasn't... It wasn't anything like that. Um, What else? What else have I done this week? I've only, So, yeah, I've only played just a little bit of Just Cause. I haven't finished Avatar yet, but I have started The Punisher. Uh, nice. And I started watching it with my dad. Um, uh, I I should have I should be watching all the Marvel stuff again, like all the Marvel shows in a row. Um, I, I think I think it goes something like Daredevil season one, and then Jessica Jones, and then Luke Cage, and then Punisher, and then Iron Fist, something like that. But I'm just taking it like the way I've watched it. It wasn't 
it was never in order. It was always like, I'm watching all of this and then all of this. Mm-hmm. So I already watched all of Luke Cage and all of Iron Fist. Those are the two that I remember the most. Just because I, I, I feel like I, I'm more interested in them than Daredevil and Jessica Jones personally. Because I've always had like the... Um, I think I've learned about Heroes for Hire, which is like the thing that they have in the comics uh, when I was little. In Lego Marvel Superheroes, I was like, look at the poster. Look at those guys. Those are Those guys are cool. <laughs> Then I learned about Luke Cage and Iron Fist, and I thought they were really cool, and their powers are cool. Jessica Jones, not really that much. Like, she's a cool PI, private investigator. Um, and then she also has superpowers, but she doesn't use them at all. Um, and I thought the show was cool. Um, and Daredevil, I don't know. It's not that I don't like Daredevil. It's just that I don't feel like the show kind of clicks with me. Um, yeah. Yeah, what did you think about Daredevil, for example? Um, I don't think I watched all of it. Um, and also the Kingpin. I, I watched probably the first two seasons. The I don't remember much after. Remember, there's this one scene where he falls in a giant hole. Yeah, no, he. Um, I think like maybe the first or second episode, he falls into like a trash can, and then Paige or whatever. The... No, 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 that's not what I meant. Literally R- a giant hole. Rosario Dawson's character, the one that plays the medic in every single one of the Marvel Netflix shows, uh, comes and aids um, Matt Murdock, Daredevil, um, and then Kingpin as well. I don't think. Well, I know they can't just make like the Kingpin humongous and super muscly. Because I think people have the misconception that the Kingpin is fat. He's not fat. He's just like, he's just built different. Um, Massive. <laughs> he's just gigantic. Um, so, of course, they can't do that. But I just don't feel like, maybe I just didn't watch enough. Because I think I've only watched the first season. But I don't really remember it that well. And yeah. Kingpin didn't really, like, stick with me. It wasn't really something like, ooh, okay. But, again, I have to re-watch the Netflix shows to remind myself. and. Maybe I'll do a review on them. Who knows? Um, anything other than that? Oh, I've pre-ordered Cyberpunk. Uh, I bought it today. Very cool. And it's supposed to arrive sometime near Christmas. So I'm going to be streaming that on twitch.tv slash It's going to be in the description. Shameless self-promo. Um, yeah. I think I'm just going to be streaming the game almost every single day. Just because I want to play the game, but I kind of want to stream it as well. Just to show... I like I like streaming just because I like to have an archive of all of the moments that I've had. Uh, that's why I feel like filming and pictures is is cool. Uh, yeah, okay. I think I'm getting a little bit off topic. But yeah, I pre-ordered Cyberpunk. And from the gameplay that I've seen... Um, actually, I'm going to talk about it a little bit later since it's kind of a topic and I kind of want to dwell into that. Uh, so yeah, I think that's all I have for now. This is so messy. I don't know how to like organize stuff. Speaking of which, I just found this cyberpunk video. What cyberpunk? Okay, so I found <laughs> I found an uh, always on my YouTube channel uh, on my YouTube on my YouTube recommended. There's like the Twitch uh, clips. Yeah, from, I have I, a lot of those as well. I think it's by Gray. Gray has like a giant like Gray is a channel that has a bunch of like Twitch clips, yeah. uh, and one of the Twitch clips is XQC, who is Stefan's favorite content creator. Oh, he's gold. I love him. I've been dude, I I love flexing dude, this. Dude, dude. He's easily the 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 most popular streamer on Twitch right now. 
So I love flexing this whenever I can, dude. I've been a fan of XCC since he started uploading his first stream highlights. Which is back when he didn't even have like... He had less than 100k subs. And I think he's like like 1.1 now. Um, no. But see, that who was, was back in like 2017 or 2018 who, who, who was the one that introduced you to Overwatch? Was I even the one that introduced you to Overwatch, or was I? Yeah, just... the first time I went to your house, though, I absolutely hated Overwatch. Oh yeah, you did. Mostly because you didn't let me play; it just made me watch. And then whenever you did let me play, you were kind of <laughs> yelling at me for doing dumb shit and not playing how it was supposed to be meant to be played. Yeah, so I absolutely despised it. But then I was like thinking about it. Like a week later, and I started watching Overwatch videos. Um, every every game that yeah. I show you, you always hate it at first, and then you like give and it I enough time, it. and you give it enough time, and you look at it for a little bit, and then you absolutely like fall in love with it. Which is probably going to be the same thing with Cyberpunk, because you say you hate Cyberpunk, like from what you've seen. I you don't hate Cyberpunk. You don't okay, hate it, but you just like in my mouth now. You just, I just don't, don't think it's my kind of game because it's single player. You just don't like it as much as other people are praising it to be. Is that a fair assumption? Yes. Okay. Yes. Um, I prefer multiplayer games. Uh, well, there actually are. Okay. 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 I, you don't say Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven multiplayer. I'll get. I'll get on it's it. It's not on, a multiplayer game. Anyway, let's move on. I'll get on it on topic. Okay. Do you want to talk about it? Because the trailer came out today. It, have you seen Tell it? What? Kyoperico? Yeah. Yes. New GTA Five. Um, Kyoperico heist. So we talked about it last episode, but what a coincidence! Just today, Rockstar. Today, Rockstar gave us a new trailer for the mm-hmm. for and the there's heist. There's a lot to look at. And I was actually correct on a lot of stuff. I feel like it's a uh, from what I've seen and what I've read, it's an expansion of both the nightclub and the 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 casino. I think they said the something casino. about. I thought I. Th- I think they said something about there being a nightclub under the casino. But I'm not a hundred percent sure on that. And they maybe have, you can make your own nightclub under the casino. I don't know, but An they're expansion. They are introducing new DJs, which is also something. Yeah, well, it's not cool. something. The it's, music in the trailer was dope. Yeah, it was. It was um, really, really cool. Uh. Actually, here, let me pull up the trailer again so I can refresh my memory. Oh, yeah, the yeah, person um, the person that I feel like is conducting it. So you know how you always have, like, the person, like, the poster boy yeah. for every single yeah, update? Uh, English Dave, I think. English Dave. Yeah. It's uh, your manager. It's your nightclub manager. It's your nightclub manager. Um, yeah, because you always have, like, Ron for the air freight shipment stuff and you have yeah and you have gay tony for your nightclub and lester for who knows what stupid heist you know and the Uh, apartment heist and stuff yeah um but yeah it looks like there's a live party on the island that you're robbing uh with npcs Yes, I'm gonna have to turn down the volume for this trailer while i'm looking at it because it's gonna yeah i've frozen this frame at exactly 31 seconds I don't know if you can throw it up in post, but uh, so well, I mean, it shows it's... it shows a character or like the player with one of those glass cutting devices. Oh yeah, yeah. There, he's yeah, stealing. Yeah. He's and stealing like he's, a like a jeweled panther. Glass. Yeah, it's a golden panther with shiny blue stones, rocks in it. This looks more like a winery, like the place that they're in, other than like a vault. The store, a bunch yeah, of you're stuff. right. It does look a little like a, uh, like a cellar. 
wine cellar. Something that I feel uh, like a character that I feel is going to pop up in here is probably Tracy from the GTA story. I don't know why, but Tracy's always like that. That character that well, she did undergo changes into the story. Like she became from less of a whore to, <laughs> to like. Oh my god, I've done it. What? I'm sorry to cut you off. You can continue, but if you go to 39 seconds, mm-hmm. you'll see the character using a touchpad on the submarine. Right? Oh, you, you can see the You can see the outline of the island that they're robbing. Oh my and god, you, you can see the, the money. Right, you can see the payouts. What? It says Madrazo files 1.1 million and secondary targets 2.85 million. Wait, wait, do you remember who so Madrazo is? Total, that means in total you can make 4 million from this heist, which is more than any other heist ever. Do you know who Madrazo is? You remember? No. Martin Madrazo. Oh, Yo! You haven't, you haven't played wait, the wait. story. Yeah, I do know. But it's no, like, no, I do know. He's, still, he's, on, he's on online as well. He's a drug dealer. It does, that doesn't look like him, though. He's the guy, he's the guy that has the, um, the house the that's on the way to the desert. Yeah, Yeah, the ranch. It's like the thing a yeah, little bit north. Played, it will be completely raw. It's Lost like a, a thing like a little bit north of the casino. And there's like a little MZ on the map that you can check. Um, yeah. Where yeah, you can yeah, accept the missions. Yeah. But in the story as well, he's actually like the cause for the first heist that you do it. Because Michael destroys a house that he thinks is a tennis player's or like a tennis coach's house because he found a tennis coach in in the bed with his wife. Uh, <laughs> and he goes and destroys his house, but it was actually Martin Madrazo's house. So they go and rob the jewelry store in the story to pay back Martin Madrazo. And that's how Trevor finds out. Like, that's how the whole story unites is because of Martin Madrazo. So he's, he's a pretty important character in the story, as little as he appears. And then Trevor also kidnaps his wife, whatever. Uh, that's not important. But yeah, you can make like almost $4 million from, from mm, what you... Yeah, 50K short of $4 million. Uh, also, I think they also showed who the guy robbing or the guy who we're robbing is, right? The drug dealer. You said it was a woman, but he looks more like Adam Savage from <laughs> from MythBusters. No, you're robbing Martin Madrazo. Oh, w- really? Yeah. Wait, so who's the Adam Savage guy? Go to frame. Isn't Mag- that him? That's not Martin Madrazo. Martin Madrazo has like gray hair and like a ten. 10 I don't even know what the difference is between like a piece 10 piece suit. It's like thousands of dollars, like $10,000 per suit. Oh, I also want to talk about this. Ooh, now that it popped up into my uh recommended. Uh actually, I should move Miles Morales down because I feel like that should be the last topic that I talk about because I'm going to be talking about it for a long time. Uh yeah, that's not Martin Madrazo. That's I thought that was the drug dealer that we were stealing from. Are you there? Yep. Oh, okay. I, <laughs> I thought Sorry, was... I'm just I'm looking through the trailer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't worry about it. Um yeah, English Dave has a haircut as well. He doesn't have that big uh the big floof on his head. He has a little spiked hair. Uh I think we have new celebrities as well that can come to the nightclub. Um, one of the celebrities was 
Laszlo and another one was actually no Laszlo helps you like bring celebrities back. One of them is like Poppy something. Um Is it Poppy? There's like there's like a section where you play as Franklin and you do one of the paparazzi missions and you uh and you take pictures yeah, of this this celebrity that's taking it from behind but you can get that character to come to your nightclub to boost your popularity uh, that's one of the methods to dude if you like uh, sorry i'm just looking through the trailer if you look at the scale of this this is massive yeah i don't know if the, like if all of this is accessible in the heist but this is huge like this is a map expansion uh that we've never seen before other than the casino and it's oh wait, we have a new hacking mini game we have print cloner uh we have something that looks like the trailer from cold war with like helicopters and people like characters dressed in camouflage then we get a good look at the submarine so it's not as compact as i thought it's well the hallways might be but like the main hub area where you like oversee the island um and you send oh wait, they have guided air missiles as well so the so the submarine shoots little missiles yeah, in the air that. and you have a little camera that can look and destroy whatever is coming at you and shooting at you like helicopters uh gold bars as well uh what is this marines oh it is marines wait so are we dressing as marines or are marines gonna try and come and stop us no no that's the players for sure okay yeah, and yeah dude, he's wearing a he's wearing a ski mask. Uh, yes, I'm still trying to find out who the drug dealer is. I, I, oh, I think... no, the helicopter says Marines, though. Yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. No, no, in the frame before that, you can see the players. Oh, okay. They have the mask on. Yeah, so I'm guessing... So that if the helicopter says Marines, that means he steal it as a prep. Hmm, that's actually probably the first time we see Marines in the... In GTA, because we've always had either police or Merryweather. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so I'm guessing the drug dealer is this Adam Savage guy. <laughs> Frame 14. Uh, anyway. Yeah, I, I don't know. I keep trying to look, and I, I, I can't tell if this is like expansion to the nightclub or if this is a wholly different nightclub. Because, like, this ledge right here, if you look at frame, uh, fr I keep saying frame, but if you look at 18 seconds, this balcony here is not, like, a normal balcony that I have, for example, in my nightclub at, um, what's it called? Yeah, I can see what you mean. The one in West Vinewood, the one, like, the most expensive one. Um, yeah, I have that one, too. And I don't know if, like, this is just a d different nightclub and I've just never seen this layout before. Or if this is like a wholly different nightclub that you can actually get, like the one that I said, the one under the casino. So you have two nightclubs. One has, um, what's it called? So one has the ones where you can just use whatever businesses you already own and still make money off of those without actually participating in them. And then you have another nightclub which serves as the Cayo Perico Heist place. Um, it and looks. Article. It might be uh, an extension, like an upgrade, sort of like how you can add garages to the, uh, you can add a garage to your casino. Yeah, 
something al- like that. There's also a new character that's shown at 34 seconds. I feel like... Is it the... Uh... The guy with the glasses and the chain with the... Oh, he's dripped out the wazoo. Uh, I feel like this guy is probably going to come to the casino and then him and English Dave try and convince you to... Uh... Maybe they argue. Maybe he's Maybe the drug dealer. They argue and he's planning... Nah, bro. He is not the same as the guy at the front. The guy at the beginning looks like a hippie. That's not him. Anyway, so... Anyway. Just 58 seconds of just, like, brand new gameplay and screw and just random stuff. What do you think about it? Do you think it's going to be good? I mean, if you can, if you can get $4 million, I just don't have money, Holmes. I don't it, have enough money to buy the submarine. If you can... Well... Just get Twitch Prime. <laughs> I've literally been not been playing. Twitch Prime. I think I have like two or three million dollars in in the game that I just haven't used. It's okay. All I need to find a all I need is to find a money drop. Yeah, and you can just like if you can actually make four million dollars and just do all of it solo, that's kind of crazy. You can't. I forgot about that. You can do all of it solo. You can do all of it solo, that. so you can actually afford everything. You can do one successful heist of four million dollars, and you can already get the oppressor mark two. And just fly around the city. Which is the flying motorcycle that shoots missiles and ruined the game when it was released. It's the but, one... Uh, it's, yeah, very fun. It's the one that everyone complains about. When they, One of the first reasons when you ask someone, why do you yeah. think GTA Online is bad? They always bring up the Oppressor Mark IIs. Because they're flying bikes that just shoot missiles and then they... And they're almost impossible to hit from the ground. So, yeah. Uh, unless you got one as well. Kind of donezo. Yes. So I think that's it for the Kyle Perico heist. Uh, I yeah. want to talk about this before we talk about Cyberpunk. Absolutely, I, I would love to talk. I would love, love to. Uh, talk about this topic? Yes. Have you seen the trailer for it? I haven't. I um, have. I've seen all of them. Um, I've only seen the one that was shown at E3. Uh, the one, like the CGI one where he's walking and then the one that mm-hmm. they... Was it, was it the one at E3? There was a new one released a day ago. Yeah, no, that that's the one that I'm gonna look at right now because I haven't seen it. Is there like important audio that I have uh, have to listen to? Because I don't want to blast it in the. Uh... Uh, no, I don't believe so. By the way, so it's just gameplay. Knows what we're talking about right now because we haven't said what the game is. All right, then you introduce it then, and I uh, and then I can like talk about it more because I feel like I played the first two games right, guys, let's a little bit more engagement. than you. Let's boost the engagement. All right, I want wherever you're sitting, you're gonna stand up. You listen to me? Stand up. I'm already Both standing up. On the ground, okay? You know, put your hands in a Y, and you're going to shake your fist a little bit like you have pom-poms, right? And you listen to me very carefully. It's, it's crucial that you get this right. Give me an H. Do it. Use your hands. Make an H. Uh, how, how do I All do right? that? How do I do an H? Figure it out. Okay, now give me an I. All right, can you do that? Give me an I. That's, that should be easy. All right? <laughs> Just stand straight. Okay, now give me a T. That's even easier. Okay. Just T okay. pose. <laughs> now give me an M. Oh, my God. You should just that's, become the... That's not very fun. Uh, it's you should, not very difficult either. All right. You, you should just H-I-T-M. become the host of the podcast now. <laughs> give me an A. Give me an A. Okay? Two more. Two more to go. Give me an A. Can you do it? A. Easy clap. All right. And the final letter, give me an N. Are you done? I guess. Congratulations. <laughs> You've passed the test. All right. So what does that spell? 
Hitman. Well, that was such an Hitman elaborate three. way. That was such an elaborate way to go to our next topic. Hitman Three this game deserves it. We it does actually. Um, the new gameplay trailer came out yesterday, which I haven't seen, and I'm looking at right now. It and also they've also announced a new map, the one in China, uh, yeah. or the one in Hong Kong. I don't remember where it was, um, and I don't remember I the think, name. I think it's Chongqing. Chongqui? I probably <laughs> Chongqui. <laughs> the Borat thing, Chongqui. <laughs> um, yeah. So from what I'm seeing here from the trailer, they're mostly showing scenes from. Um, the Dubai mission. So the three missions yeah. that are confirmed so far, and usually three only, yeah, usually we have like five or six missions. Oh, uh, so it's Dubai. It's the one where the guy dies in his bed. The first trailer, yeah, like England or whatever. Yeah, in the mansion. Uh, the Dubai skyscraper, and um, Chinkui. Uh, yeah, China. Oh. Chinkui. What? Uh, China. I, I wrote China, China map, China map, Hitman Three, uh, China location in Hitman Three, revealed leaked, Chongqing. never seen. But I think Chongqing. it's yeah, that's close. Chongqing, Chong. Sorry, I'm probably butchering it. Um. But yeah, so we have three locations revealed so far out of, like, I'm guessing either five, six, or maybe seven if they want to add a new one. Um, I personally love the Hitman games. I, uh, I got the first one free from PlayStation Plus, and I was like, oh, okay, this is cool. And it has, like, that, uh, I think we mentioned this on the episode with Moj. Uh, it has that repetitive factor where you kind of, yeah. you, the main goal of the game is not only do you have to, like, assassinate the target, but the content of the game, they're targets, but the content of the game is mainly just, um, it, it's mainly just replay the game as many times as you can, like the same mission, and try to complete all of the challenges, which I've done a lot. I think I've sunk over at least 100 or 200 hours in the game, which is probably I not a lot. Think, I think I have 180. 180 on steam if i check well if I you check right now. if you have 180 then that means i probably have a lot more yo what i'm sorry i completed every single challenge literally 100 percent for the entire first game and almost half the second game i got worn out of repeating the same thing over and over i was going crazy i had to take a break well are we comparing are we combining both hitman I mean, 2 uh, and yeah, hitman i have exactly 180 180.4 because I spent a lot of time in Hitman 1 just playing three missions that I got for free. Uh, so I spent I mean, like... I, had, I, I bought two. And I, then I bought the expansion. Yeah, but Hitman 1 doesn't have like... They, they said that if you have Hitman 2 that your progress transfers to Hitman 3. But that didn't... It wasn't the same for Hitman 1 and 2. So I had to redo everything that I did in Hitman 2 oh, that I did in I Hitman 1. So there's like a bunch of like... Like, I killed whatever yeah, yeah. the Swedish target in Marrakesh is. Like, I did all of those in Hitman 1, and then had to redo them again in Hitman 2. So that's why I'm saying I feel like I have more time in the I game combined. Yeah, you're probably right. Combined. Yeah. Um, yeah, but this is cool. And I think this is the end of the, of the trilogy. trilogy. Yeah. 
And then IO Interactive is going to work on a James Bond game. Um, yeah. Cool. It's cool seeing from Hitman to James Bond. That's Yeah, I think I'm going to start playing Hitman 2 again. I've oh. played it in, uh, in four or five months, actually. Probably since like August or September. Yeah, I'm probably off on the number. Oh, Whatever. I haven't seen. I haven't seen what the deluxe edition holds. Uh, a whole bunch of suits, pog. So a whole white, a whole red, and a whole black suit. The mm. digital soundtracks for all three games. Director commentary, mission introduction, the world of Hitman digital book, and then you get the game, and then you get deluxe suits and items. And one of them is like a a Hanya outfit. Um, or Oni, whatever. I, I I think they're basically the same thing. I played Yakuza, okay? Majima has a tattoo of a Hanya on his back. Um, yeah, and then Deluxe Escalations. I f- keep forgetting that elusive targets are a thing. Do you think, do you think like, a major A-list celebrity is going to show up in this, like Sean Bean? Um, <laughs> and then they're going to come back over it. and over and over and over again. Do you think Sean Bean was, like, a special... The special case. I mean, it's possible, but um, like I said, I doubt it. I, I I'm just trying to like stick on the topic a little bit longer before we move to cyberpunk. What uh, if if you're to choose a celebrity, what celebrity would would you think would appear in Hitman? Would I think or would I want? Uh, let's be realistic. Like, what what who do you? Th- Actually no, just Man. just say who do you who do you want to show up in Hitman? Who do you want to kill in Hitman? Who do I want to kill in Hitman? <laughs> okay, this is gonna put me on a government watch list. I'm excited. I'm not gonna answer because it's gonna ruin my chances with with my acting career. Um. <laughs> okay. Hmm. It's all you, baby. It's all just. I would love to kill. <laughs> oh, oh! You know what would be hilarious? What? If you were to kill Borat? No, I'm trying to figure out how to how to phrase this because I want to. Hello, forty seven. Your target today <laughs> is a Kazakhstani. Borat Sagdiev. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> that actually that that would actually be pretty that's, cool that's though. That's cool. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I think it'd be pretty cool if you were walking through the map and you could hear XUC yelling through the wall or something like that. So you're telling me like that sounds boring as hell, but whatever. you go to Texas or someplace, and while you're walking past one of the houses, here, dude, 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 just, just, just I, the I loudest I, I saw you've it. ever heard, <laughs> just smacking the desk. Um, yeah, okay. I feel like that's it for Hitman. Right? Do we have anything else to say about it? I don't think anything interesting. It's coming out uh, next I'm month. I'm excited, but I'm not excited because it's coming out on Epic Games, and I bought it on Steam. It's coming out next month, and I don't know if I want to get it straight away or if I want to wait a month or so to get I'm it. Gonna wait. I'm going to wait a year until it comes out on Steam. Because um, I want to see some of the DLC stuff. Because, like, the first... Or no, the second game, the DLC missions were actually really, really cool. Uh, and good, but I want to see if. Uh, uh, let me just elaborate why they were so good. The there was a New York one where you had to, um, 
you had to kill like the, a bank manager and i i feel yeah. like the scenery one, yeah. the, the scenery was like really really cool i personally enjoyed that map probably the most and then there was also the resort one the one where you go in i have both of those but i want to play them in order and they're like the very last ones yeah and then there's also the sniper missions which i they're just like i they're, i i, I, I would right. I, I wouldn't say filler but they're 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 cool they don't have like the same like being a solely sniper mission, it, it yeah. doesn't have the same effect as um, the other normal missions where you actually get to walk around and disguise yourself as other people. But as a, in a sniper mission, you can shoot them at different angles and you can hide the bodies and you can use environmental yep. stuff and you can find little rubber duckies that you can shoot. Um, so yeah. And then you go squeak. Uh, I feel like the thing that I paid more attention to in Hitman, which I... I've tried to do is actually pay attention to the story because I really like, I really like the whole spy, um, just spy stories in general. I I really like, and the fact that agent 47 is emotionless, well, slightly emotionless because he kind of like remembers stuff now. Um, he kind of broke through his little barrier of I'm bald and I only kill people and I brainwashed. Um, but like this like super the the super soldier the super hitman uh trying to like bring down the organization that hired him in the first place because it's corrupt with another one which is what is the organization again i forget the one led by the constant um uh providence providence that's what it is and they have a little origami pigeon on their <laughs> Dude, hang on. So I logged in right now on uh, on Hitman. Mm-hmm. I'm level 489. I think I'm level 500 something. But I feel yeah. like you've so played you it. You've but, t- um, yeah, yeah, go ahead. <laughs> I was going to say, they seem to have removed the online. Oh, yeah, yeah. I saw you once, which I really, really enjoyed. And I don't know why they removed them. I never actually played it, but I wanted to play it because there was this suit that I wanted to get. Yeah. This like suit. I'm with... halfway done, and I really wanted to get it. It's the dopest suit I've ever seen. Yeah. Why did they remove it? I don't. I have no idea. I don't know. I don't think many people were playing it in the first place. Like completely remove it? Like why? I don't know. Anyway, that's it for Hitman. Now to get to Cyberpunk. Uh, do you want to talk about it a little bit first? Because I feel like I have more. T- more to say about it, especially since I bought it and I'm the one like checking every single day about new cyberpunk stuff. Do you just want to tell the listeners? Because hmm, how do I put this? You you. I was gonna say something related to like virginity, but I feel like <laughs> I... oh good. <laughs> Actually, I... I can't relate. I haven't played. Um. I haven't played the game either, so I, well, you can technically say technically say I'm a virgin as well, which is true. Um, yeah. So just tell the listeners what you think, or like, what do you know in general about Cyberpunk 2077, and the hype surrounding it and everything. We probably set this last episode or an episode before that, and we're just repeating ourselves as always. But just just say something, uh, while I try to formulate my thoughts. Um, about 2077? Yes. I'm not sure. 
All right, so uh, basically, <laughs> come on. I don't know. Okay, for example, let's let's start out with how you start the game. Okay, do you know the different? Do you know that? Uh, oh yeah, I saw Pokemon playing a, a little bit of Cyberpunk uh, today. Because basically, there's a bunch of creators now. Uh, I was going to mention this before, but I'm mentioning it now. Uh, there's a bunch of creators now that have access to the game and they're streaming it on Twitch. So, like, for example, people that I'm looking at right now playing it is... I saw Jack, Septicai playing it later, uh, earlier today. Uh, Pokemon is playing it right now. Uh, Girlfriend Reviews is playing it right now, who I think their content is pretty cool. Uh, critical. Oh, okay. So critical right now. I'm looking at it and it's saying Pokemon opening and then Cyberpunk. So, oh, because the world releases in like two hours, I think. Uh, on PC, they're releasing at the same time. I they're releasing at seven. So I think critical is gonna play Cyberpunk in a little bit. Uh, once it goes live. So basically, people are available to play Cyberpunk in. A little bit earlier than the initial launch date. Uh, yeah, but Pokemon was like spent like an hour in the in the character customization thing. An hour. That's gotta get it right. I know, I know, but like, usually when I play games and they have like character customizations, I always like like the Bloodborne streams that I've been doing on Twitch recently. I've just made like an absolute monster. It's like the Joker, but it's not the Joker. It's the it's Target yeah. Joker. Um, yeah, but I feel like with Cyberpunk, uh, Cyberpunk, I'm gonna play the game differently than what I usually do. Um, let's see, something that has happened in the last week with Cyberpunk. They released a new trailer for the photo mode. Um, they've released a launch trailer for the game, which has a whole different energy, a whole different feeling than the other games. Uh, not the other games, the other trailers, because usually the other trailers had the boom, bam, explosions, bang, bang, bang thing everywhere, whereas the launch trailer is a little bit more emotional in a sense. It's a little yeah. bit more soft-touching. It's trying to like give you the introduction to V, who's the main character, and like the stuff that he has to live through, especially because he has a terrorist at his head who is Johnny Silverhand, Keanu Reeves. Um, other than that, there's new song stuff. There's uh Nina Kravis, who is one of the artists in Cyberpunk. I've been listening a lot to Run the Jewels recently, uh, just um, because I saw. No, do you know who's who? Huh? I've not. No, but I'm saying I've been listening to Run the Jewels. Oh, I heard. Have you? Oh, do you know who Run the Jewels is though? No. It's a, it's a rap group. <laughs> Hold on, I'm drinking carrot juice because my glucose is low. Rap. Hmm. Rappers. Yeah. It's made by LP and Killer Mike. And they've actually like I I didn't actually pay attention because I know they were in the Luke Cage soundtrack, but I've paid more attention to their discography and like what they've been in they were in venom they were in um uh, rick and morty they were in 
Um, Black Panther. Another in Cyberpunk. Or maybe there's more than that, but I just, like, those are some of the few that I've seen. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I've been listening to their music a lot. Uh, just, you know, out of curiosity. And it's really, really good, and I like it. Uh, ASAP Rocky is also supposed to be in the game uh, as an artist. Mm-hmm. Or, like, his music is supposed to be in the game. Uh, there's n- nothing on YouTube that I've, that I've found about asap's music but i we just know that he's in the game uh i've listening i've been listening to grimes who is elon musk's elon musk's uh girlfriend her song that was revealed at e3 uh which e3 was it it was last year's e3 um yeah last year's e3 she performed live oh no it wasn't e3 it was the game awards Sorry, I'm Elon Musk's wife. Is it wife or girlfriend? Works. I think it was girlfriend. Doesn't matter. Um, yeah, anyway. I've been getting off track. So I'm going to tell you how the game starts from what I know because I've been reading a lot about it. Like I said, I've been looking at videos. I've basically been just been searching up Cyberpunk 2077 every day and just been getting my little dose. Uh, just, yeah. just to be like, ooh, cocaine. Uh, okay, what? so... <laughs> The game starts out with you doing your character customization. And as always, like, Pokemon probably can spend, like, an hour in there trying to make it as perfect as you want. I feel like this time around, I'm actually going to try and make the character look as close to me as possible. Uh, solely because it's, it's a role-playing game, and it's, like, one of the few role-playing games that I've played in a while. Like, actual role-playing. And I yeah. feel like I'm going to spend a lot of time in this game and I'm going to replay the game a lot. So, um, I don't know. I, I, I'm, I'm planning to have like a, a playthrough for every single life path, which I'm going to get to right now. When you start out the game, after you go through your character customization and your little attribute points, they can choose between body, intelligence, skill, cool, mm-hmm. which is not cool like street cool. It's more like how cool can you stay under pressure right uh how well can you remain calm how well can you diffuse certain things without actually getting into a conflict um you get to choose a life path and you've seen this already and your little brother has seen this already he's already seen like he's already made his choice you can choose between nomad where you start outside the city um as a scavenger and you have like the strong uh, relationships, um, like the family, uh, and you really appreciate a family bond, basically Fast and Furious. Um, and then you make your way into the city with Jackie, who is like your main buddy through the game, uh, trying to smuggle something through the border because California in the game is split into two. It's North and South uh, California. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Night City is basically almost at the border uh, in North California. Uh, anyway, that's how Nomad starts. Uh, then there's Street Kid. Street Kid, I think you get a job from one of the fixers, who is Padre, who is the fixer, the greatest fixer in Night City, from what I remember. And he's with the Valentinos, who's like, he's affiliated with them. And the Valentinos are one of the multiple gangs in the game. Like, if I have to remember from the top of my head, there's Valentinos. There's Maelstrom, who 
Okay, oh, let me let me just explain a little bit. Valentinos are basically just like Latinos, Valentinos. Um, <laughs> Maelstrom are people who have gone so crazy and so obsessed with cybernetics that they've just in just put everything, uh, every type of cybernetic in their body, and they're just absolutely insane. Um, yeah. There's Sixth Street, which they claim they're patriots, basically like. American flags in the back and guns and stuff. Um, then there's the Voodoo Boys, who are net runners. They're hackers. Um, they live in Pacifica, which is like this little tourist attraction thing that was planned for Night City, but then something happened. I uh, there's like toxic gas, and it's basically like it was a canceled tourist project, right? It was supposed to attract a lot of tourists in Night City, but because something went down, either there was no like financial aid to the city to help fund the thing, it was just discontinued. So now it's just a pl- a place where a bunch of gangs roam around, and not even the police go there. Uh, so there's those. Uh, then there's the animals who are basically like people that have. It it's basically just people that have used steroids, but it's like the tech version of steroids. They just basically pump themselves with so much technology to make themselves bigger and stronger, basically like Hulk big. Um, then there's the tiger claws, which night city in general is mainly influenced by like Asian culture. So tiger claws are like, I think they're mainly Japanese, um, um, Japanese assassins, Japanese, just, a Japanese gang in general, and they have like, I remember seeing some enemies. They're they have like yakuza influenced tattoos, which yeah. like on their back. It, how do yakuza's tattoos work? Is it like do they tattoo on their back something that represents them? I think that's how it is because like Kiryu Kazuma from the game Yakuza had a dragon, and dragons are supposed to be like be symbolized as high and mighty, and Kiryu was pretty well respected. Anyway, uh, so there's the tiger claws. There's the Moxes, who are sex workers, uh, oh. but are I, th- I think they were so fed up with the city that they, 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 just, they just decided to run things themselves. Uh, then you could debate that the police in Night City could be classified as a gang because they're, they're pretty corrupt and they're not really that truthful. And I think that's it. Um, anyway, this was like whole related to the life path. Uh, so yeah, you get you get a job from Padre, who's one of the fixers, as a street kid, and that's all I know about it. And then Corpo, uh, you can start out as a corporate plant. Um, sorry, I I keep saying um, uh, whenever I do the podcast, it just feels like I'm I'm deviating from so many things, and I'm. There's a lot to talk about. Um, there's a lot to talk about, and I, I I don't know how to organize my thoughts. And I feel like when people are listening, like Stefan, do you? Whenever I talk for like a really long time, does it make sense, or does it start to get boring or uninteresting after a while? Just be it completely me a little, but uh, I think it's all right. Uh, all right. Sorry, I'm just. Again, drinking carrot juice. Um, and then you can either start out as a nomad, street kid, or a corpo. You get betrayed as a corpo, and then you're left alone in the city to survive. Uh, and then you have to, like... yeah. Every, every life path has its advantages, mainly dialogue-wise, where 
if you're like a corpo and you have to talk to some other corpos, um, some other corporate agents, you have that little corpo talk where you can like mention certain things that only a corp uh, corporate um, agent would yeah. know. Uh, if you're a nomad, I I don't really know what the positives of nomad is while talking, uh, like dialogue wise. Uh, but if you're a street kid, for example, if you're a street kid and you're dealing with other people that have grown with the streets, you can kind of connect with them a little bit more. Um, and then Nomad. I, I feel like I'm going to choose the Nomad just because it kind of starts outside the city and then it introduces you to the city as you go in. Whereas um, a street yeah, you kid, spawn inside the city. Street kid and corporate, you spawn inside the city. And I feel like when you're outside the city and you're moving into it, it kind of has a different feeling than just starting out in there. Um, anything else? Oh, there's romances in the game. Um, you can romance a bunch of people. I think only three are confirmed. Uh, and I think that they fit into each... They fit into each life path. And by the way, for people who are listening to this, um, when you're doing your character customization, it actually matters because the characters that you're going to try to romance or just characters in general are going to be talking about your looks because looks are everything in Night City, as some of the quotes are, uh, say. So if you have like a long nose or something, the characters can just instantly reject you because they just don't like long noses, you know? Um, it's not very cool. That's not very cool, <laughs> but I, I, that's just an example. I don't know if that's actually true um, with the long nose thing, but they do judge you based on your looks first, and then you have to build a relationship with them, either do jobs for them or spend time with them. I don't know exactly what, what it's like, but you just have to spend time together in some way for you to build that trust, uh, that relationship. And the three that are confirmed so far, the three that are known to my knowledge, are... Pan Am, who is like this ex-nomad who is now like a merc. Uh, you meet her in the Nomad playthrough. You have Judy, who everyone on the internet is like, oh my god, unga bunga, oh, best girl, best girl, you know? Um, I think there were rumors as well that she might have been not interested in guys, and people were like, what? But I, I wanted Judy. They? I wanted Judy. And, but yeah, I think she's only for the street kid. Uh, playthrough so if you're a nomad or a corporate you don't have a chance and then there's an, also another one called Meredith Stout who is for the corpo run um, I think that's everything about Cyberpunk that I kind of want to say so far because I don't want to talk too much about it but I also don't want to talk a little bit too little about it and when again when I do actually get to play Cyberpunk I'll be streaming it on Twitch uh, sometime Oh yeah, I also forgot to mention there's a little thing, a little live stream that I want to plan around the 12th. Cuz Jack guy is doing his he does this thing every single um every every year called Thankmas, which is like he partners up with some charity for Christmas and for like 10 days he just like tries to raise as much money as he can and donate to that charity but i think this is different this year because this year he's actually just telling absolutely anybody can participate uh including like big content creators and just absolutely anybody 
and I want to do a live stream and try to raise at least $100 for the charity. I know it's like, for me, for example, it's a big stretch. I, I, I probably don't think I can raise maybe even like yeah. $10. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm going to be live streaming between the 12th and the, I don't know when it ends, the 23rd maybe, sometime before Christmas, I'm guessing. Uh, and yeah, I just want to raise some money and donate to charity. And that'd be pretty cool if uh, any listeners here are interested in donating. Okay, cool. Uh, anything else you want you want to say, Stefan? Not really. I think we're out of topics. Uh, no, I have to talk Miles Morales. Right. And this is going to probably take like 20 or 30 Jesus. minutes. And I have to go in 30 minutes. So I'm going to try and fit this oh, review uh, as close as I can. Yeah, I have three topics that I mainly want to touch. Uh, let's see. Miles Morales review. I played it. I'm uploading again the third video as soon as possible. Um. Okay, so let me start with the story. The story is much better than I thought it was gonna be. Uh, and the game itself serves as kind of what Infamous First Light was to Infamous Second Son. It's kind of like a standalone game, but it's not long enough. It's not like as dense enough as it should be for it to be a full game and then again it wasn't priced it it wasn't priced as a fully a full dollar game eighty dollars or sixty dollars if you live in, in america um united states i mean sorry I, I don't like saying america um yeah so the story is much better than i thought i don't i, I didn't think it was going to actually there was actually going to be enough effort put into it yeah um some characters kind of. I'm gonna also. I'm gonna try to be not as spoilery as spoilery as possible, since Stefan also hasn't played it. So, basically, I'm trying to tell you how the game is, Stefan, instead of <laughs> telling other people. Um, All right. The main villain in the game is revealed pretty early on, so there's really no that. Not, there's really not that sense of mystery uh, until the end of. Actually, there's really no sense of mystery at all because as soon as she gets revealed, uh, as soon as he gets revealed, sorry, I said she, um, as soon as he gets revealed, or she, you know, I'm, maybe I'm trying to throw you off, um, they uh, they get revealed almost like, okay, let me put it this way. So the main bad guy shows up, then two minutes later. Their identity gets revealed. So the, I, I don't know like what the point is of like setting up this huge character, uh, basically the main antagonist of the whole game, and then just like, oh yeah, they're this is who they are instead of like saving it up for the end. Mm-hmm. So so like narrative wise, it's kind of weird, but it doesn't really conflict with the story as much as I thought when I first found out who the who the main bad guy is. Um. Uh, there's a big Spider-Man villain that shows up right at the beginning, and then he gets an upgrade mid-game, uh, which makes him look really cool and unique. And something happens to him, and I don't know what the situation is with him now. I'll be extremely mad if what I think happened happened, or like what I don't want to happen actually happened, because I really like the character, and I don't think it'd be fair to just kill him or god i'm being <laughs> there's a character okay in the game 
that I don't know if he gets killed or not because something happens to him off screen. And I've checked multiple wikis and some say he's dead. Some say the the events are unknown. So I'm just going to try and stay hopeful and try and believe that mm-hmm. he's unharmed. Well, not unharmed, but I mean like not devastatingly yeah. harmed. Um, I like Miles a lot. I think Miles is a great protagonist. Um, he really is much more different than Peter. More, both maturity and just like Spider-Man wise. Um, especially because Miles has bioelectricity and invisibility. Uh, then Peter was just a, well, look at me, I'm Spider-Man. I can just shoot webs out of me when Miles can do that and more. Uh, Miles' suit is absolutely amazing. I love it. Um, and I couldn't really part myself with that suit. Whenever there was like a really cool suit in the game that appeared, uh, do you care for a spoiler on suits, Stefan? Uh, I mean, not really. This is probably going to be the only spoilers I mention, which are the suits. Um, there's this suit, for example, that you get that's based on the Prowler. So it's like purple and you have green yeah. eyes and stuff. And it looks really cool. But while it looks really cool, I still only played with the um uh the classic suit the black the black and red one which it's just me that that plays this way because i always feel like if i wear another suit other than the one that i'm supposed to wear it kind of disrupts the flow of the story um again same reason why i just basically almost didn't change marcus holloway in watchdogs 2 because i felt like if this is how he starts with, either he ends in the same way or he ends in the same outfit, but in some sort upgraded. Like, you can kind of see, yeah. like, uh, yeah. So, like, I like when c- character customization is given to me, but it doesn't, like, I don't know. I don't know how to explain it. Like, it's it's cool to have it there, but when I'm playing the story, I kind of try to immerse myself with the thing that's actually meant to happen yep, which in yep. cyberpunk i don't think i'm gonna have that issue uh because um what's it called not only is there like different clothes that you can wear which doesn't really matter it's just like just wear what you like um there's also like stat attributes to it because because it is an rpg you kind of get like a plus two percent physical attack or stuff like that so I just noticed I went from Miles Morales to Cyberpunk. Anyway, uh, so I think Miles is a great character. There's some stuff that I liked and disliked at the same time, but I don't think it's that big of an issue. Uh, Anything about the story that I want to mention? Oh, yeah, it's a bit short. Uh, Again, it's not a fully priced game, but it's still like... Because I'm playing it on New Game Plus now because I want to get to Platinum for it. And one of the uh, one of the trophies is to play it on New Game Plus. Um, and if you just like skim through it, like if you don't do any of the side missions or any of the, um, or like if you skip the cutscenes, there's some cutscenes that can be skipped and some cutscenes that can't be skipped. And I feel like twenty percent of the cutscenes that I've played so far can be skipped. Um, yep. But if you just like skim through the story as fast as you can, knowing what you have to do, 
it takes like two or three hours to beat. Um, which is really not that great of a length. Yeah. Um, Kinda... Yeah, and I, and I played it on the hardest difficulty. Actually, no, I played it on the easiest difficulty on New Game Plus because I was like, okay, I already know this stuff. Uh, but I played it on the hardest difficulty the first time around. And even that, like, if you look at the YouTube channel, I have two... I have two two-hour videos and then the one that i'm uploading is like two hours and 59 minutes but if i have to remember what they looked like before they were edited a little bit like cut down just because there are some moments where i thought they were boring like me just swinging through the city not saying anything or like repeating combat sequences because i died that still is what three plus two and a half plus so let's say it was like around 10 hours the story uh that's not i i usually i like to immerse myself in games and i like to play the games a lot but i don't think 10 hours is really enough to really captivate me that much yeah again it's a good game but just the length is really just not that good i would have wished it for for it to be longer but i understand Miles is not as important as Peter, and we kind of have to follow Peter's story. So Miles Morales was just like, hey, here is a new character. He's Spider-Man now. Um, we, wanted, we want to show you what he looks like and what he plays like, but he's not really a full game. Um, that's the best way I can explain it. Gameplay. I'm going to get to gameplay now. Um, gameplay is good. Miles doesn't have as many gadgets as Peter because Peter, you have this yeah. like gadget wheel. Uh, Miles has. Should I include the web shooters as well? Do those count as gadgets or not to you? Stefan. Stefan. Are you there? Hello? There you go. Now you're good. I was saying, I was saying that yes. They count as a gadget? Yeah. Okay, so Miles has four gadgets in total, including the web shooters, whereas Peter had nine. Yeah, the web shooters are a gadget. Well, they are a gadget in the wheel, but I mean, like, you start out with them. Yeah, but that's fine. Yeah, okay, <laughs> so Miles has four gadgets in total, whereas Peter probably had, like, minimum six, I think. Uh, Spider-Man PS4 gadget wheel. I'm not even typing in. Uh, bu -bu 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 -bu. I want to see an image. So it's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Eight gadgets in total, and Miles Morales has half of those. Um, there really wasn't a variety that you could have done with the combat. So, for example, in Spider-Man, you could have done, um what's it called a web bomb first and then use like a concussive blast so you can blast a bunch of webbed up enemies and stick them all to the wall yeah. uh miles morales had there really wasn't any combos that i could have done with those so you would have like this vortex thingy that would suck in a bunch of people together which was fun at first and then you could have walked in and done a little aoe attack where you use your electricity and slam to the ground um so that was good but i'm saying like 
I would have preferred to use like different gadgets together. So like the web bomb and the concussive blast. I wish I could have done that in Miles Morales with other gadgets. Uh, giving you that feel like, oh my god, that was so smart. That that thing that I did where I used this thing and then that thing. Um, and I basically destroyed all of them. Um, yeah. So gadget-wise, I don't think it was really that great but it was still it still was it still didn't hinder the gameplay right it was just like yeah it's a bummer but it's not something huge um miles swinging is a lot better than peter's uh mainly because miles is a lot more it's full of the exaggerated swagger of a black teen. exactly it's full of the exaggerated swagger of black teen um Swag, uh, swagger. Miles has uh, more <laughs> of a. It's not about the money, Spider Man. It's not about, it's about the about money, the swagger. It's about the swagger. Um, yeah, Miles is a little bit more like, cause he's he, he's his age. He's what sixteen, seventeen in the game. Um, he's new to the whole Spider Man thing, so he's just a little bit more lively with it. Whereas Peter is like, okay, I don't need to show off really unless I really he's want to. He's experienced. He knows what to do. He's trying to be as efficient as possible while also trying to have a little bit of fun. Whereas Miles is just like, hey, dude, I'm going to jump off the Empire State, build, uh, State Building. And I'm not going to die, so I'm going to do a flip. And I'm going to like text someone. I'm going to text my mom while I'm diving off. <laughs> um, but he also does like a lot of like leg motions and... Um, I, in a sense, I can understand what the what the GameSpot reviewer was trying to say with the exaggerated swagger of a black teen. He could have worded that better, but I mean, like Miles does have that energy, that that little, that just the, the swagger, dude. The he, swagger. He worded it perfectly. <laughs> as bad as it sounded, it kind of just like it, it describes it dead on. It describes it head on. That's why it's so good. Miles feels himself constantly. He's like, dude, I'm Spider-Man. I'm cool. Like, I, I'm the second Spider-Man in the whole world. This is so cool. And he just, like, wants to be himself, and he just does little twirls in the sky. And, yep. And uh, I feel like with Miles as well, there's more... There's, like, these little things that you can see where he's swinging, where if he's upside down... And he starts swinging. He doesn't lock instantly into the position that he always swings in, which is just like right arm up, holding onto the webs and swinging from building to building. No. If he's upside down, he stays upside down while he's swinging, and he does little. So, like depending on like how he's positioned, the game kind of registers. Okay, he's positioned this way. Let him fluidly web this way, and then do yeah. this position while he's in this. He's in this. Um, not perspective. This this angle. Uh, so swinging was really cool, really good. Combat was good, especially with the addition of Venom. Um, I keep saying Venom, but it's not like Venom, like Eddie Brock Venom, like symbiote. It's just like the bioelectricity power, which Genki calls it Venom. Uh, yeah. Genki is like the um, Miles's best friend, the guy with the hoodie. Um, so I, the only thing that I didn't like from the Venom part is just that it completely replaced the, um, remember how in the first game you had like suit powers, so you would unlock a suit yeah, and then yeah. you have a specific power attached to that suit that you could have mixed and matched. Like you could have worn, um, the LA Noir Spider-Man, but you could have had the power, like the suit power of the animated yeah, Spider-Man. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
so suit powers don't exist at all. Uh, you can have different suits, and there's really not a use for them. Um, or I mean, like, it's like stat stuff. It's not like the actual power where you do some crazy thing, like mm-hmm. like Iron Spider, where he gets his the um, spider legs out and he starts walking around and beating up everything. It's more like a stat thing, like you can deal this much more percent while in stealth mode by doing this thing. Um, so I, I didn't really like the change from the suit power to just like stat stuff. Um, uh, anything else that I want to say about gameplay? Did, did you have any questions about gameplay, Stefan? I mean, not really. I mean, I played it over at your house, so, uh, yeah. I was... Did you enjoy the gameplay then? Yes. I thought it was more fun than the first one. It, it's swinging. Wise. It it's swinging wise, but the combat is probably the. It, it's exactly the same. It's exactly pretty much the same. It's just that certain techniques are different, certain gadgets are yeah. different, but it's pretty much the exact same as Spider Man. So take it as like how you want. Either if you want to take it as a negative or a positive, being the exact same or pretty much like ninety nine point eight percent the same. Um. Yeah. Now, this is a topic that I want to get into because uh, I experienced a lot of them. And I don't know if it's because I played on the PS4 version or if it's just this is how the game is. Um, There's a lot of bugs. Um, I think I mentioned how 10 minutes minutes in the game... um, I was fighting the character, like the big... Not the main bad guy, but like the main, like a big Spider-Man villain. The one that I said, if I, I'm unsure if he's dead or not. And 10 minutes into the game, I phased through the floor of the map. And I, I, I was swimming under the map because there's water under. Um, which is not really a, a very good sign. Uh, I phased into a building and I couldn't get out. Um, sometimes the... Enemies would clip through walls or uh, under ramps, and I would have to like hope I get them out of there somehow, or I defeat them while they're there, so I can continue. Like you would have like these outposts, these bases, and you would want to like just defeat everybody so you can get you can destroy the whatever they were guarding. And sometimes the enemies would like be stuck to stuff or be stuck in certain places they really couldn't get to. Um, it it would be just like really, uh, uh, it would be really hard to like either defeat them or to get them out of there. So either you would try your best to try and get to them, or you would just restart the checkpoint and hope you don't have to like defeat the same fifty enemies again. Um, so I don't know. I'm gonna give my review now because I feel like I've been talking for too long and my nose is getting stuffed and I have to go in like ten minutes. Okay, so from what you've played so far, what would you give it? Eight. An eight? Hmm. See, but I'm biased though, so I have to be like extremely judgmental on myself. Um or on my decision. Not on myself. <laughs> It's either something between a 78 or an 84. 
Like it's good, but it's not like I can agree with that. It's not like I I, I dropped as low as seventy eight because the bugs really annoyed me. Uh, oh, a big one was while I was swinging through the city. I feel like this is mainly because I played on the PS4. But while you're swinging through the city, the game would just stop. It would load to try and load the textures for the buildings and the people and stuff. So every like, and uh, it happened a bunch of times in my videos. If 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 you want to go check, if you don't believe me, almost every single time I had to swing from one mission to the other. Almost every single time I had to like travel through that distance, the game would just stop and load for the textures to like yeah, yeah. try and render in into the game, which bugged the hell out of me. I I did not like that because you have like that fluid, you have that fluidity. You're going so fast through the city, and they're like, "Oh my god, this is so fun!" And then it just stops, and you have to wait there for like five seconds trying to twiddle you twiddle your thumbs together while you're waiting for it to render, and then you can start swinging again. I did not like that whatsoever, uh, which is why I dropped it as low to a 78. But also, if you appreciate certain factors of the game, it could go up to an 84. Again, I'm biased, which is like, this is why it's so hard to rate the game uh, fairly, which is why I'm giving it that range. Uh, it's good, and it should, it should definitely be one of the first games you get when you buy a PS5. While there there are a lot of bugs that do need to be fixed, and I don't know if it was again if it was just because I played on the PS4, but there's like or bugs or glitches, whatever you want to name them, but there's like it's a pretty big issue. Um, I don't think the the rendering times for the buildings and stuff is a issue on the PS5, but again, if you wanna if you wanna get it, I wouldn't say no. You should definitely go and try and get it. Just be mindful of all the stuff that I that I that I've said. Um, yeah, uh, but it's not a bad game. It's 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 better than I thought. Uh, God, Insomniac is gonna hate me for <laughs> for hearing this. Uh, as much as I as I asked for the boss baby now in Spider Man Two, they're not gonna put him in. Oh, I saw this rec I saw this recently as well. Uh, and I want to just talk about it right now really quickly just because we're on the topic of Spider-Man. I'm going to talk about it for like two minutes. Uh, I'm, I'm going to mention it and then I, I just want to hear what you say, Stefan. Uh, there's rumors that Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield and the actress that played Mary Jane, I forgot what her name was, uh, the actress that played Mary Jane in the original Spider-Man movies uh, are going to appear in Spider-Man 3, the one Tom Holland. That's pretty cool. Meaning there's a huge chance that there's a Spider-Verse movie. A live-action Spider-Verse movie. So yeah. What do you think of that? Nothing other than I'm excited. Okay, cool. Uh, do you want to end the podcast? Because I've talked for literally too long and my throat hurts. Absolutely. Uh, this has been the Connecting Podcast. If you liked it. Which, let's be real, of course you did. Um, make sure to go on Apple Podcasts, rate it five stars. Five stars! That's what we need. That's what we need from you. Five stars. Please, please. I value so much, like, human attention. Please. I just want five stars on Apple Podcasts, and we'll read it off to you. Maybe even you value attention as much yeah. as me. Please, please. I just want I just want an Apple Podcast review. Please. Just at least one. You can leave one star if you want. I just... <laughs>
No, but please give me five stars. Five stars. Thank. Uh, continue, Stefan. Sorry. Um. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Is that it? Yes. Cool. Do you want to plug anything? Do you want me to plug anything in the about page? No, I do not wish to plug anything. No, you don't want to put your YouTube channel in. No, I don't have a YouTube channel. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um. Yeah. Okay. So if he isn't plugging anything, hopefully I can have this by tomorrow, which is Thursday before the game award. So if you're listening to this right now, hopefully I posted this at least like an hour before I start streaming the game awards. Uh. So you can like, I'm pl- I'm planning to stream the game awards at six thirty since it's starting at seven and ending at eleven. Um. So hopefully I can have this episode by. Who knows, like 2 or 3 p.m. Um, So you can give it a listen, and then you can check the link in the description where you can see my YouTube channel, and you can see my Twitch. Uh, I don't think I can plug anything else other than that. Maybe my IMDb, but it's really not important. Okay, anyway, thank you so very much for watching. And five stars on Apple Podcast, right? Five stars. Anything else? No, I think we're good. Okay, fuck you. Bye.